Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 11. Verse 43 says, Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seats in the synagogue and the greetings in the marketplaces. Jesus goes on in his correction of both this man as well as those like him. He scolds him for the pride that so often comes with position. This light that shined on his pride only magnified the man's external lifestyle. This reality is manifested in its fullness in so many churches to today. When a person loses that best seat or that place of position in the church, how often do they depart the church in a tantrum and in out of anger? Verse 44 says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are like hidden graves in the man who walks over them, who don't know it. Finally, the Lord compared these boys to, quote, unmarked graves, end quote. Now, you have to understand a little bit of the law of Moses to understand what's being spoken of here. And that is, in the law, Moses dictated that whoever touched a grave, well, they were then deemed unclean for seven days. And even if he didn't know at the time that it was a grave, so he wouldn't be able to go to temple, you know, he wouldn't be able to be around other people, et cetera, et cetera. There's a plethora of of, uh, ramifications on that. But the point here, the insinuation here was that the Pharisees were like those graves, They were like the unmarked graves, full of corruption, full of uncleanness, infecting others with their externalism and their pride. We too should be so warned. Many think that to be around church or to be around other proclaimed believers is somehow always a safe place, but you need to know that it's not always uh, the situation. Verse 45 says, one of the lawyers answered him, Teacher, in saying this, you insult us also. He said, Woe to you, lawyers, also. For you load men with burdens that are difficult to carry, and you yourselves won't even lift one finger to help those who carry those burdens. Now the lawyers, they've now entered the fray. They were the so-called experts. Uh, at interpreting and explaining the law. But what they were really good at, well, was loading people down with rules and regulations, and certainly those uh, rules and regulations that people couldn't follow. And furthermore, they themselves for sure did not follow them. In fact, they were notorious for adding to the plain meaning of Scripture, making it in truth something quite man-made at that point. They were not in any way shepherds or caretakers of the flock. Rather, they instead used their position to solidify their power and their position and their wealth. Verse 47 says, Woe to you, Jesus going on, for you built the tombs of the prophets and your fathers killed them. So you testify and consent to the works of your fathers, for they killed them and you build their tombs. 
Therefore also the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill and persecute, that the blood of the prophets, which was shed from the fountain of the world, may be required of this generation. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary, yes, I tell you, it will be required of this generation. Now you need to know that these guys went to great lengths to acknowledge and outwardly revere the historical saints. They built monuments, they built great tombs for the saints and the prophets, but they also conveniently hid the fact that it was the likes of them who actually had killed those very prophets. In fact, they would be the ones who would eventually persecute and put to death the greatest of all prophets, and that would be Christ himself, as well as all the prophets that would follow him. For these men, their religion never made it past a pious, self-righteous lifestyle. They knew nothing about love, nothing about commitment, nothing about change of heart and passions. They were Sunday churchgoers at best. And sadly, this is still a reality in the greater church today. It is often those within the walls of religion who are Christ's worst enemies. They have beautiful buildings that cost a fortune, but they don't have any consideration as to giving to a lost and dying world or, or providing for the needs and the lives of people out there on the streets. In fact, they often go further by attacking true faithful believers who are actively battling the enemy and reaching out to the street. And then ultimately and eventually they embrace false doctrines and unscriptural practices and they begin to feed the emotional and seek after money. It is truly a shame. For all the while, these same individuals wear the cloak of religiosity and they paint this public picture that there's something very different. In fact, they're living lives something very different than Jesus lived out. Verse 52 says, Woe to you, lawyers! For you took away the key of knowledge. You didn't enter in yourselves, and those who are entering in you hindered. So instead of bringing the people nearer to God, they had these lawyers, these religious men, they had in reality actually deterred the people from a true relationship. They purposely kept people ignorant of the words of God, and then they laid out so many requirements now, again, false requirements, I might add, upon the people that the people never attained standing in relationship with their Creator. They were just so busy. They were at this point trying to simply keep the people from coming to Jesus, and the Pharisees, that is, were trying to keep the people from coming to Jesus and finding true salvation. Why? Well, because they didn't want to lose the power that they held over these people. Verse 53, and he said these things to them, and the scribes and the Pharisees began to be terribly angry, yes, and to draw many things out of him. So lying in wait for him and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him. So at this point, dinner was over before it started. I guess this was truly a party gone bad because instead of being corrected and repenting, those that were present, they began instead to attack Jesus and making all of his prophetic words 
rather a reality even before he barely got out of the room. He offered the truth. And what he had received in reality was hostility. You must know that Jesus never claimed that he was, you know, that his road was an easy road. He never gave Christianity some rosy spin so that it would be more palatable for people. Jesus never compromised. You see, for him, there was no going back. And indeed, for many of us too. The fact is, for many of us, there's nothing to go back to. We are like Peter when in John 6, 68, he said to Jesus, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.